Would you like to start off with just in introducing yourself? Tell us a bit about yourself, your music, the history behind it, because... I think you've been producing music since like '94, haven't you? Yeah, so? I've been I've been doing it a long time. Um, just a Teesside singer songwriter, really. Um, I've tried, I suppose, over the years to create a body of work over a period of time. Um, I've been in various bands. I was in a band called The Screaming Silence years ago, and I was also in a band called Crocodile Jesus in the '90s when we did sort of quite laid back sort of post post-rave chill sort of stuff really um, and then after that I just started doing my own solo material so um, album after album really <laughs> just keeps me keeps me occupied keeps me off the streets I suppose so um, yeah I think I could hear that uh, chill kind of rave influence in Man in the Moon I don't know what you yes think. I think people used to compare me to strangely enough to, to artists like uh, Shade and um, Soul to Soul with bands like that from the 90s so it was that quite laid back chilled vibe and I've sort of carried that on really I suppose my voice has a lot to do with it really I used to be in a rock band and I never really thought that my voice suited rock music so I've tried to create a sound that works with my more chilled tones if you like what inspired you to enter the music industry? Um, I just always loved music, always from about, you know, I suppose like everybody else, a teenager, and I started getting into bands, um, quite obscure bands that were to me at the time, bands like The Teardrop Explodes, Velvet Underground, uh, The Doors, Echo and the Bunnymen, all bands that were doing things that I thought were quite different at the time, and bands that also created landscapes with music which I think is important so that when you listen to something you were immediately transported somewhere else um, so you'd be in your bedroom but you'd be transported off into all sorts of worlds with uh, when you listen to music. And could you tell us more about the ideas and feelings behind your songwriting and your music? What influences do you have to inform what you write? Most of what I do nowadays is I've sort of, as you mentioned, I've been doing it for a lot of years, so I've, I've honed it down quite considerably from when I started. I suppose as you as you write more, you, you sort of become more used to what, what it is you're doing and what you're trying to do. And the, the object that you're trying to create, I suppose, becomes more focused and comes into a clearer view. So, for example, the last EP, Melancholy Songs, that was basically just to do with lockdown, nothing other than I was stuck here um, and I just wrote songs in, the, in the, my studio. My home studio is upstairs on the top floor. Um, so I just spent time recording song after song. Um, and it's sort of, they all had that like bird song. You mentioned bird song in, the, in our email earlier on. Um, that song is purely about lockdown, really. I think you mentioned it was quite Christmassy, which... Uh, um. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I could... <laughs> yeah, definitely. It gave me that, like, Chris Rea kind of... I just could imagine it being a Christmas song, a local right. Christmas song. Yeah. I don't know, it just... I don't know what you thought, Chloe. Yeah, Christmas Eve, Chris Rea. gave me that feeling. You Drag. know one of, like, the more downbeat Christmas songs that you get? Yeah. Just, just, yeah I mean, it yeah, nice, it's, it's got it. that sort of... I think what it's got is it's got that lonely, quiet vibe to it, especially the piano and the intro 
it sound it sounds lonely and melancholy and on, on its own. And I suppose Christmas for a lot of people can be a bit like that. So I, I sort of get that vibe really. The fact that it's, Christmas isn't always about you know twenty four hour party people. A lot of people are quite lonely at Christmas and there's that um, melancholy vibe. So yeah, probably suits that. But the whole the whole EP basically was a, was a lockdown EP, um, inspired by our enforced <laughs> lockdown. Um, at first, the first lockdown, I wasn't really all that bothered about. Really, um, I suppose I'm quite fortunate. I live out in the country, so um, it's quiet and there's lots of walks we can go and do, etc. Um, but this second time around, I found it very, very difficult. Um, and probably because um, it was good to have a break from the music and doing live things, but now we, I'm just itching to get back at it. So um, it's, it's had a big impact from a mental health point of view, I think. People are really fed up now, aren't they? Even though you know we're all adhering to it and we're, we're trying to do our best for everybody, it's still, um, I think a lot of people are really struggling now. But I do have a I have a show at the Georgian Theatre in May 2021. So that's penciled in. Um, so hopefully, all being well, that should work. We'll have to attend in May, won't we? Yeah. If it's all being well, we'll definitely get some tickets and all come along. Yeah, it's sat Saturday the 1st of May, it is. Um, Covid permitting, obviously. Oh, yeah, so that's it, isn't it? All being well. I'm sure... We'll I'm sure we'll all be back to normal. Well, then. I know because we we went to base 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 camp and storytellers was our yeah. last gig. And I, I hate to break it to you, but I think our area is going to go in tier three. So I don't think we're going to have any no live. You might be fine though. Whereabouts are you? Were you? You said you're in the countryside, didn't you? Yeah, I just live in North Yorkshire. I'm only about twenty minutes from Middlesbrough, but we're classed as North Yorkshire, so I think we'll be. I think tier... we might be in tier one, the lowest one. But yeah, if we'll you're see. out in the sticks, then it'll be tier, tier one. one it? you're off Even Stokesy's always been in tier one. Yeah. There's talk of it maybe going into tier two, but I think it'll stay in tier one, North Yorkshire. Right. Yeah, exactly. Next question, Chloe. Tell us about your favourite artists in Teesside. Teesside artists, three Teesside artists. If... Yeah. Or oh, three. Um, my favourite Teesside artists. Well, I just I recently bought um, a CD by Andy Johnson. Um, I think he has, he does something with Crimson Bloom as well, doesn't he? So um, I like Andy's stuff because it's got a very um, 60s psychedelic feel to it, some of it, and I, I really quite like that sort of stuff. Um, other Teesside artists that I like, um, I'm, I'm trying, Elaine Palmer, I really like Elaine Palmer. Um, again, I think she has, she's probably been around a few years as well, and she's honed her sound um, she's got that sort of Americana sort of feel to what she does, and I really like that. And the guy I'm into at the moment from the Teesside scene is uh, JP Rigal. The um, he's got his new album out, Wilderness, I think Wilderness Hotel, as it called. Um, I really, I, I'm quite new to to his material. I really, I really like it. So those would be the three I'd pick out. I think. How have you found the Teesside music scene? like how it supports people and how it's kind of treated you over the years? It, it sort of dips in and out, really. So it, it goes in waves, I think. So, um, Bob Fisher was, um, when he was on BBC T's introducing, I think Bob was fantastic. He was um, really inclusive and um, yeah, I just think he, he really sort of got to the heart of the Teesside music scene and, and shared 
um, everybody's sound and it um, it was really good and that, again with the, the live scene that's di that dips in and out as well sometimes it's really strong and then other times it, it wanes but at the moment it's quite strong because we've got um, some good venues I think and that makes a difference but generally you know it's great How important do you think it is for shows like ours um, and just local local people kind of supporting the music scene and giving people new artists a voice kind of shows like tease click well it's i think it's invaluable really i mean i've always been an advocate i remember speaking to people back at um t radio t's maybe 10 years ago and i was saying that they should have um they should have more local people on that's just you know it's a local station that it should reflect what's happening as far as the local music scene is concerned and i always said that you know the daytime playlist playlist should always include um a local artist on the main daytime playlist not just on um niche shows that are specifically for that but on the actual daytime playlists so um yeah it's absolutely invaluable that radio supports local music and plays local music um because a lot of it is created in this area. I know a lot of bands go down to London and record in London and have producers and the like, but a lot of people don't, and they just rec record their own material, they produce their own material and they put it out, and that should be supported, I think, where it's, where it's of good enough quality. Well, that's the thing, because you tweet quite often that like you're in the studio with a cup of coffee on the morning... Crack, yeah. Cracking on, <laughs> crack! I'll log on to like the taste looking email. I was like, Roger's had it again. <laughs> yeah, he's in the studio. He's more, ca more caffeine, yeah. <laughs> oh, like caffeine boost. He's in there. He's doing all music. <laughs> we always think, how much music can can one man produce? I suppose I'm lucky in the sense that um, I've got my home studio. So I know I'm in lockdown, so I've got nothing else to do really. So I just uh, drink coffee and play guitar and piano. So. <laughs> and drink wine, obviously. <laughs> Do you have any uh, upcoming music or any news for your fans at all? I've got a new single out on the 4th of December. It's a Christmas song. I did a Christmas song a couple of, uh, a couple of years ago uh, called Christmas Ghosts. And then I, I, quite, I, I, was always quite, I was always quite corny to do a Christmas song, but then I just, I just did it and I thought, oh, that sounds all right. So I've, I've done another one for this year as well. Um, and then... Next year, my plan is to release new material every month. I've got um, a single coming out in January, one in February, then a new album, and then it'll just roll from there, I think. so. And obviously, I've got the show in May, so it should tie in with that nicely. What's your advice to anybody who's wanting to make music, who kind of wants to get into the local music scene? As you are quite experienced, what, what tips would you give younger artists? Just be yourself, I think. It's the... I think... That, and bands tend to, you know, well, you, you know yourselves, there's, there's various scenes that happen in the national music scene. And if bands are ever chasing that, by the time they've written their songs that are part of this scene that was happening, it's all gone and passed and you, you're behind the curve already. So I would say just be yourself and release your own material. Don't try and be a part of anything in particular other than being true to yourself. I think... My final question is just take the opportunity to plug yourself, really. Just plug yourself. Tell us, just big yourself up. <laughs> take this opportunity on air. I mean, I think the thing is I'm going to try and do a lot more live work. Um, I haven't done much over the last couple of years for one reason or another. Um, 
but next year I'm going to put a band together and it's going to be a really good band and we're going to do some really good gigs so it'd be great to see people coming along and supporting live music and I think after the year we've had everyone will be wanting to get out and, and listen to live music so um, yeah check out my website as well www.roger.com uh, yeah that's me <laughs>